Let's get into it then. All right. Awesome sauce. I ask that the gods and goddesses of our respective paths bless this circle so that we may be free and protected within this space. And if you have this one word, pagan or paganism. For the pagan community. Exactly. Right. The the big umbrella. And that was fucking fantastic. The best of the podcast the ever. Hey! We're three pagans. Exactly. We're three pagans. And a cat. And may the works this day of be of the highest good for all present and those listening, so mote it be. The circle is cast. There is no greater joy than that of feeling oneself a creator. Welcome to Shadow Sundries 2, the 114th episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of 20th century philosopher and Nobel Prize winner Henri Bergson. Thanks to Velocity Rose for our intro music. You can find more of their work at VelocityRose.com. You may call me Ode. You can call me Carr. I'm Ode's father. Mary Neat. My name is Gwyn Ode's mother. All right, so we have one new hunter, Andy Olson. Welcome, Andy. Sundays, we do a Zoom call. It's open for anybody. It's a bunch of madness, and sometimes people in the same household on different <laughs> pictures and vi- and audio, and so they walk into each other and make Cross all kinds of crazy noises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Good not not pointing any fingers at the boyers or anything, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but and then every other Tuesday, so not this Tuesday, but the Tuesday after, I will be doing three pagans on tap through the means of the internet. We have decided that we're going to talk about mead, which is going to be so rough on you. So <laughs> you I'm just, you're going to cope. You don't know anything about mead. Like, I'm at all. literally just going to do it from the brewery. Yeah, yeah he's going to so. do his beads. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I do. Right? That's all, that's all you Is that all I do? I think so. Okay, cool. Yes. All right. Good. Okay. Now, go ahead. What do you do? Well, I'm supposed to on Monday mornings do an 8 a.m. guided meditation, but that didn't happen last Monday because I had to take car to like a very early meetup. And so by the time I got home, it was like just too late. So I didn't do it. So I apologize to anyone who was waiting for me to lead a guided meditation at 8 a.m. on Monday morning for about 20 minutes, which is when it usually happens. <laughs> so will it be happening moving forward? I think is the question. We'll see. We, we may have to revisit this. Anyway, the other thing that uh, I do is on Wednesdays, uh, it is at 7 p.m. Eastern. It is a Zoom book club. It is, we are still on How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. We're it's a on long cha- book. It is a long book. We're winding it down, though. We're on Chapter 16, so just a couple more weeks, and we'll be completed, and that will be the end of the book club. Just a single book book club? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Gwen, you wanted to talk about a couple of days that have passed recently? Well, yesterday was... Saturday. Me- Saturday was Mental Health Day or World Mental Health Day. So hopefully you all are taking care of yourselves. I know that pandemic is making it hard. It's making it hard. And a lot of people have really been struggling. And I've started seeing a lot more commercials for online counseling Mm -hmm. and trying just to make services available to people. So if, if you're having a hard time, contact someone. It's important to take care of yourself, especially now. Yep. <laughs> Even if you had no mental health issues whatsoever yep. prior to the pandemic, it yeah. is totally normal to have a whole bunch of new ones now. That's right. And uh, we have Rad in the Discord saying telemedicine is the absolute best thing ever. So, yeah, avail yourself of mm-hmm. uh, of the services that are, are being made available through the Internet. Yep. Yep. And, and then, then today Sunday, is recording national, day. Recording day is National Coming Out Day. So uh, I'm pretty sure everyone already knows, but I'm non-binary. <laughs> I'm bisexual. So sorry, Car. Yeah, but yeah, this is not my day. So it's just like another day where Car doesn't get anything. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. The then, scoop is every other day is straight fried day. <laughs> true. That's very true. Much. And then we have the Yuling coming up. That's so uh, the Yuling is the Pride's secret Santa alike. So if you want to participate in that, go to tinyurl.com slash 3packyule. That's 3-P-A-A-C-Y-U-L-E and sign up. You will be paired with your partner on December 2nd. By December 15th, your gift to them should be in the mail. If you cannot get your gift in the mail by December 15th, you need to let me know by email at ode at 3 If you let me know by December 16th, you will be banned from the new moving forward because 
we're just not playing around this year. Right. We do have international listeners, so do keep that in mind. All right, is that all our housekeeping? So we're house kept. I believe so. And house swept. There we go. So this is the second in our Shadow Sundry series where we talk to people in the Pride who make and sell stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you all, because I wasn't on the last one mm-hmm. and quite honestly didn't listen to it. <gasps> I know. I, I, I am working 17-hour days. Well, so. that's just an excuse. <laughs> um, so Shadow Sundries was a name that we came up with to actually open our own pagan store at some mm-hmm. point. This was four years ago. Yeah. Four years ago <laughs> more, Before we started the podcast, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something we were thinking about. And Shadow is actually the name of the cat that the podcast is named after. Yeah, the little one-eyed cat, that's Shadow. That's, that's Shadow. Shadow. With a super long tail. Mm-hmm. And we wanted a name that wasn't totally witchy uh, sounding, mm-hmm. but still had some connotations. So sundries is a mixture of things. An assortment. An assortment of things. And so that's why we came up with the name Shadow Sundries. And then when we decided to do this episode's this, this episode, this episode? These, series, these this, episodes, these, this, this series, whatever. <laughs> when we decided to do this shit, <laughs> we just took that name and moved it over. That's right. And no, we are not going to be doing a, a pagan store. No, we're not opening a store anytime <laughs> no, soon. But no. we still have the name. So yeah, right. <laughs> Sockets is darn. But this Shadow Sun. This Shadow Sun. It's to boost producers, vendors, artisans in the Pride specifically yep. in the pagan community. Because yep. we want to support our pagan vendors. Our brethren. Yep. Our brethren who uh, make all kinds of cool shit. And right. as we mentioned last week, Yule is coming up. That's right. right. Or Christmas so if you have exactly. family. Winter holidays where gift giving is a tradition are coming up. <laughs> they don't need to know that you got it from <laughs> a pagan creator. Or so, they do if that would be very they much do. their vibe. That's right. So, Chris Mahana Yulika? Oh, I love that. Did you just Did come you get up Kwanzaa with that? in there? No, I didn't. Ah. Kwanzaa, Kursa, Hana, Yulika. You, you missed it. Oh, fuck. You were so close. <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I tried. I tried. tried. That's all I can you say. Made a, you made a solid good faith effort. Okay. <sighs> so enough with our kitten trail. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we would like to now welcome to the podcast Windy Skykicker, that right. you may be familiar with from the various times we've mentioned her on the podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hello. I'm so honored to be on the podcast. And yeah, it's wonderful to meet you all. I've been listening for so long now. Well, yeah, we know you've been in the Discord for ages. For ages. <laughs> we're just so wonderful. It's wonderful to actually get to see you because mm-hmm. we uh, yes. can <laughs> see you on the Zoom call. And, yes, and uh, there's three other people on vocal who get mm-hmm, to see that's right. Wendy as well. So. Yeah, so Wendy, we're going to start with the usual opening question of what is it that you do and how'd you start doing it? Uh, with my pagan path or with creating things? I can roll them into one. <laughs> start with the pagan path and we'll move into the creative. Yeah, that question was a little bit. That was a vague question. Yeah, that was, that, that, that's you. on me. I, I, I'm saying, I no longer call you my child. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. And on that note, um, so I actually got started on my pagan path partially through three path. I, three years ago-ish, yeah, two and a half years ago, was sort of, had come out of being a Christian and had been a, I don't really give a fuck about religion for a few years. And then had a experience that I won't go into right now with a storm and dancing in the rain that was very, very intense and spiritual and started kind of slowly over a few months looking into paganism. And I found the podcast and you guys were super helpful because you broke things down in a way that I could understand. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and you know, have been listening ever since. I think I started listening three months after you guys started podcasting, if I'm remembering <laughs> that right. A while ago. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. that was before Mississippi listened. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Cause I remember that topic. <laughs> no, seriously, um, that, that means a lot to us that we were able to help you as you were starting your path. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so I got started 
there, I met my, one of my main goddesses, Hausos. Mm. And I think you guys probably remember me doing a lot of research because I couldn't figure out who the heck she was. I do <laughs> remember that, yeah. yeah. And from there, uh, just kind of have been working with her for a while and recently got tapped, bonked on the head by Woden. <laughs> which Sorry. Is... <laughs> Everyone says that. um no but have just recently started working with woden and then uh through him was introduced to thunor just a couple weeks ago so i kind of identify as witch slash pagan slash heathen question mark at the moment (laughs) (laughs) that is very valid so what is it that you make that's a better question you are my child again thank you (laughs) Oh, such a roller coaster of emotions this episode is because. <laughs> um, well, I non-professionally in any way um, like to do crafty things outdoors and have been doing more and more of those and practicing sort of those amateur skills well, while I was working from home for months and months during COVID shutdowns up here in the UP. So I sort of make lots of wooden things and jar things and miscellaneous things through that. Um, and we can get into that in a minute. And then I also am a writer, creator, podcaster, talk about that as well. Uh, but I, I write a lot of, of fiction. So those are the two things that I make, tangible things and not so tangible things. Let's start with the tangible things. I'm interested in hearing about the, you said jar things and wooden things. Please define. Yes. Can you make wooden jar things? <laughs> I have not figured out how to make a wooden jar. I think a jar by okay. definition is clear. So I don't know how that would work. Recently, I had some wood come down on my property. Um, I have a little bit of a lot and I have some lilac trees and other trees. And some of that wood said, hey, I should be a wand. And some of that wood said, hey, I should be a ritual staff. And both of them said, and we don't want to live with you. <laughs> well, how rude. <laughs> so, um, and on top of that, you know, with, with a lot of the things that have going on lately with Black Lives Matter and, and other various issues, living in the UP, there's not a lot of opportunities to get directly involved. We did have some pretty significant protests uh, early on. But there's just, there's not, having these two projects in progress, I wanted to maybe get a little bit more involved by doing a raffle. So I have the document, which will be linked, I'm assuming, with this episode, and I'll share it around in the Discord and other places. But the idea is, I have these two crafts that I've created and have actually had a couple other Pride members come forward, and they're going to be donating art pieces to this as well. How it works is, I have a list of nine charities three anti-racist, three queer rights, and three reproductive rights. So to enter, you fill out the form and provide proof that you donated. Um, Donations have to have taken place after October 10th. How many entries you receive is based on how much you donate, not how many charities you donate to, but donations can be as low as a dollar, and that will get you at least one entry into the raffle. So you can go, all of this is in a nice, neat Google Doc. All of the details and rules are explained. If you submit by November 11th, and you must be within the continental U.S. and Canada to win, then winners will be drawn and announced on November 12th, and I will email them to get their shipping address. You need to get me your address within one week of November 12th, and then I will pass that on to the prize donor, and they will send you your prize. If you don't get me your address within one week, I will draw another winner just because we don't want to delay this forever and ever. We understand. That's completely <laughs> fair, yeah. Um, so we have a number of prizes that have been donated. I have a ritual staff that I've made. I have a wand that I've made. Um, and then we have some other art from other Pride members. So currently six prizes. I am going to accept prize donations through October 18th. And there's a form for that as well. If you donate a prize, you will be expected to ship that prize to the winner at your expense within a week of receiving their address. 
and you have to click a button agreeing to that when you fill out the form. (laughs) (laughs) So all of that information is available in a shareable Google Doc, and that has the links to both forms, and I will be putting updated images of the prizes. Currently, the staff and the wand are still in progress of being made, but they will be totally done in time for everyone to get their prizes um, soon after that November 12th date. Awesome. Very cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Those are some important uh, causes to be championing. Especially right now. In these times. In these very difficult times. Yeah. And I was so touched by the other Pride members that wanted to donate some of their art as well. Um, Hopefully that encourages people. And as we say, Yule Hanukkah Christmas or whatever brilliant thing Car came up with. Um, <laughs> it's coming up soon, and these would make really good gifts for people as well if you happen to be one of the winners. Uh, and it's Squeaky says, or as I say, happy festive seasonal holiday with your personal choice. <laughs> oh, I like it. Or it could be just festivus for the rest of us. That's also, that's, an, that's option. also okay. an option. That's very cool, Wendy, and we look forward to to seeing that raffle go forward. Definitely send me documents for that so that I can get the links up on the description, mm-hmm. and we'll link it around our places as well. Yeah, yep. absolutely. But then there's also writing. Yeah, and you do this, you do this podcast. Yeah, so tell podcast. us about the yes, podcast. I do a podcast. Um, so my podcast is called Hobbies Include Writing. If you're searching for it, it's Hobbies Include colon writing. And what I do is I create work in progress stories and I release them a chapter at a time. I read them aloud and I invite fan feedback on the story as I'm still writing it. Uh, There's a couple reasons for that. One of them is that I'm making these stories as intentionally diverse as I can. The story that I have going right now, Blood That Binds, I have a rule that I do not have a single straight white cis person. I have straight people, I have white people, and I have cis people, but I do not have a single person that is all free. Sorry, Car. Car's going to leave. <laughs> and I, I just want to point out that I was making all kinds of like, celebratory, celebratory yeah. gestures that only people in the, uh, what's it called? In the vocal. In the vocal yeah. can actually see, but they're doing a very silent, happy day. Yeah. yeah. And so but what that means is I'm also writing a lot of experiences that are not my experience. Um, I'm a cisgendered, white, bisexual, female person. So I want to make sure that I'm giving opportunities on top of doing due diligence in my own research for people who listen to it to correct me and also for people to have fun with getting involved with the story itself and its creation. Just for the podcast, I do have a Patreon and part of that getting fans involved, different tiers get access to actually see my Google Doc where I do all my writing. And at the highest tier, you can comment alongside that Google Doc and have conversations with me and with other listeners. Nice. That's very cool. And for anyone who either prefers not to listen to the story or has a, a hearing impairment of any kind, as chapters come out, I do release PDFs of those for Excellent. Excellent. And I just did want to say, I just searched on Spotify all you have to do is put in hobbies include and it comes right up at Yay, the top. Yay, that's such a good thing to hear. <laughs> yep, yeah, that was the first and I am following oh, you. Oh, thank now, you. So. Thank you, Gwen. Excellent. And I love that kind of collaborative. This is a really interesting variation on collaborative storytelling mm-hmm. because obviously there are, you know, I think role play is the one people are most familiar with, like right. at the table podcasts. Right. Um uh, form RP from before podcasts were a thing, mm-hmm. uh, where people would write stories together. Uh, but this is a really, really interesting way to approach that. How did that, how did you get the idea to do it this way? Um, some of it kind of did come from listening to other podcasts, listening to, uh, actual play RPG podcasts, listening to a lot of comedy improv podcasts. And I, I love that social media and podcasting gives a platform where listeners can be a lot more or, or content creators can be a lot more connected to the content consumers. And I kept thinking about the idea of that being more and more in real time. And yeah, it just over time, I, I had these stories. And if I'm being honest, I've always been a writer and I've always been really bad at finishing stories because I get to a certain <laughs> point and life takes me away and I'm not writing on a deadline. So it does kind of keep me on track that, well, 
people are expecting this, so I have to write this chapter. <laughs> that's, that's how we end up having to do this. Yeah. yeah. The podcast definitely keeps us like, on track. On track. We got to do something. Oh, um, we have to research that thing that we've been talking about for three months yeah. because we're, we're doing an episode on it yep. next week. Yep. Podcasts are very good. Or, on track. or in my case, yeah. tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I research fast. Yeah. In bursts. Right. That's right. Yeah, I don't want to go over my time at all, but I just want to run a quick thing for the story that's going on right now. It's Blood That Binds. We just finished season one, so it's a really great time to jump in and binge listen and catch up. Um, I will say that the story deals with a lot of darker themes, including toxic relationships and toxic parental figures and depression. Um, I include content warnings at the top of every episode in audio, but there's also some funnier moments as well. It's kind of a flipping the vampire tropes on their head because abuse is romanticized in a lot of vampire stories. So let's make it not <laughs> romanticized and actually talk about it. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. We won't say anything about Twilight. Nope. Oh, wait, sorry. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right. Okay. okay, thank you, Wendy. It was great to talk to you. We're going to be definitely looking into your project. Do we need links or anything? Yeah, where, where can where people can come we up? Can find yeah, uh, you can find places to listen to me if you go to hobbiesinclude-writing.weebly.com. And then through there, you can also get to my Patreon. The way Patreon works makes it hard to give a code. But if you do sign up for the Patreon and you then email me with the code 3PAAC30, I will give you access to all the top tier benefits for 30 days. Wow. Wow. That is nice. Yeah. Nice perk. Excellent. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank Thanks you for, for joining us. Yeah. We appreciate what you do and mm-hmm. getting to talk to you while you're on the Discord. And so it's wonderful to put a face to the name now. For sure. <laughs> Bye. 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 Join our tiger Kelly on a visit to Tree Wizard Creations, where you can find custom engraved creations for all paths. They offer unique gifts and tools for altar, home, practice, and family. In addition to their standard product range, they offer custom commissions. If you can dream it, the wizard will create it. Contact them at treewizardcreations at gmail.com or follow them on Facebook. The other thing you can do is actually go to their website, treewizardcreations.com. That's T-R-E-E-W-Y-Z-A-R-D creations.com. Fancy than normal. there before. Yep, and you you flew <laughs> guard it this time. This time. <laughs> yep. Dang it! But your father is a professional, uh-huh. he and just, he threw he it in going. there. He just kept going. But no, seriously. And I also know like, to like just start back a little uh-huh, bit and yeah. continue yeah. on. Yeah. And, but seriously, yeah. you had like a yeah, you, know, you really, really went into the radio voice radio then. voice at the beginning, and then you you kind of. Uh, well, it's because you all started laughing. <laughs> Well, so you were the one who had to start over, and you laughed when you started <laughs> over. That makes us laugh because you were laughing. I mean, you well, know, no, you were laughing before that. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the tape back. <laughs> All right. I can't do that. <laughs> All right. Our next interview mm-hmm. will be with Griff. Griff, please unmute yourself and say hello to the podcast. <laughs> Hello, podcast. Or to the people who listen to the podcast, the pride. Hello, Hello. people who listen to the podcast. <laughs> the podcast is alive in its own way. We'll talk to Mother Multiverse about Dictinus. Dictinus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Griff, you also get, and I'll try to formulate the question better this time, <laughs> the standard opening question of, what is your pagan path and how did you get on it? I'm proud of you. There's bumps all around. It is it is more specific, but it is slightly more complicated. <laughs> I have been, it's interesting because I have a family history that I only learned about a couple years ago. Um, apparently my maternal grandmother was a practicing witch, wow. which when you realize my grandmother is the impressionist painter who lives off her paintings in Seattle, Washington, not too much of a surprise. She's also been my artistic inspiration forever. But what really started it on me is I had been agnostic for a long time and early high school, late middle school, I found a book called How to Meet and Work with Spirit Guides Mm -hmm. next to my mom's side of the bed, which was odd because my mom's been a 
Christian the entire time I've known her and currently, as far as I know. But I was curious, and she wasn't reading it because it was full of dust, so I took it and was more interested in the other books by that author, which I believe is Ted Andrews. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did some research off and on then, didn't really find anything that gelled with me until I stumbled onto the secular witchcraft community on Tumblr, a la 2011, 2012-ish. Then I started with a solid magical practice, was working with comedic gods, mainly bossed. Um, and then just recently, well, not recently, but a little while ago, stopped um, working with bossed and started working with what I call unrecorded gods. They are a set of gods that came to me in the form of a story that I had been writing when I was in middle school and just recently have put themselves forward as real beings in one form or another. And I've been working with them or worshiping them for times not my best suit, but years at this point. <laughs> you know what's absolutely fair? I can't keep track of time either. You know, I should have prepared a timeline for that question, but I didn't think about it. <laughs> I'd have to literally open up my journal and go back and look at the date. So that's the long and short of that question, I guess. It's kind of been a journey since middle school. That's very cool. How, I have to ask, how did you find out that your grandmother, what did you say, is yeah. a witch? That's so fascinating. So... When I was on Tumblr, I had a friend who, so I'm from Ohio, currently living te in Texas, and I was going to meet up with a friend of mine that I'd found on Tumblr who also lived near where my family lived in Ohio, and we were going to meet up. Well, I didn't have a car up there, so my dad had to drive me to meet up with this witchy pagan friend, and of course, the whole reason you go to meet with a witchy pagan friend is to talk about witchy pagan stuff. Right. And so, like, I had to come out of the broom closet oh. during the conversation. It actually happened in the car ride home. Dad was like, well, I couldn't help but hear blah, blah, blah. And my dad's a very, very open-minded individual. Which otherwise, I wouldn't have asked him to drive me mm -hmm. and hang out for the day. So it went over really well. And then he's like, yeah, did you know your Grandma Carol? And yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, but I am not surprised in the slightest. That's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And who knows? Mom might be a little more open-minded than you know. <laughs> Well, I, it's come up because, you know, I've been doing a bunch of stuff with tarot and trying not to be super close, closed about myself with my family, even though I don't live near them right now. And we, we've had that conversation and she still is a Christian. It's just, I've never actually got around to asking her about the book. I'm not even sure if she remembers it or if it was hers, but yeah, it's, it was an interesting conversation. That's very interesting. It would be interesting if grandma was the one who gave her the book. Actually. That would not surprise me at all. Either. <laughs> that I might have to ask. There you go. Dig, dig into that mystery a little more. It, uh, curious minds want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would be. I have to ask for my internet further. <laughs> <laughs> So tell us about what it is that you create yes. and uh, how you got inspired to start creating that. I have been creating stuff. I mean, like I said, my maternal grandmother is a professional artist. So I remember doing paper craft, like she did a painting with tissue paper with me when I was a kid. Oh, like that's one of my earliest memories. So I've been doing art on and off pretty much my whole life. I got back into it as a teenager to spite my fiance's ex-girlfriend because she drew a bunch of art for him. And I was like, mm, no. And so I got back into art to draw more. <laughs> Listen, spite is the best motivator. It's a great motivator. Great. And now most of an art degree later, although I had to pivot and graduate with something else, you see the stuff I've created in the past. All the stuff on the, on the store has been within the past two years or so, except for the painting of the playing cat. That is actually one of my school art projects that I still love. And then if you want the store specifics about how I created the store is, um, the octopus design was actually inspired by a family friend who's basically my aunt. She had been complimenting me about something and she's always been there for our family. And I really wanted to do something nice for her because she's an amazing woman. And I was like, what's your favorite animal? And she was like, octopuses, octopods. And I was like, yes, done. So I did the line work drawing of that. And then that's how the shop was born. And then for a while, I was trying to do a design a month. And I did that for about a year. And then I started writing again. And that's been the project for this year. Now, we're looking at your shop. But for yes. for listeners, tell us what kind of things uh, people can get with your art in your shop. Mm -hmm. 
Sure. So it's a Teespring shop. If you're not familiar with Teespring, it is one of those like print-on-demand sites, kind of like Redbubble. Personally, had a better experience with quality versus Redbubble with Teespring. But I've got a wide variety of designs. I've got Harry Potter-inspired designs. I've got some line work designs. The bear is inspired by my brother. The mom was for my cat. I've got a little heart feline thing that home is where the cat is. You know, it's just been things that have been inspired by family, just whatever's going on at the time. Yeah, I I like some, I see some mugs and and bags too. So So, so my favorite one personally is the Metamorphosis. Oh yes, my tarot, that was October last year, was my tarot design. So um, it's a hooded figure and that's a feline skull. It's supposed to be like a house cat skull with a scythe in the background and a monarch butterfly in front. And on either side, on one side has the... Roman numerals on the other side, it says death, but the the design itself is entitled Metamorphosis. I wanted to do something tarot-inspired. I wanted to do something kind of spooky last year, and just the, the, the concept of it was just, it just fell together, kind of. Very cool. It is very cool. It is spooky, but also mm-hmm. really kind of pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then stuff like the brother bear and the the distressed octopus are very, very detailed. Mm-hmm. Very nice work here. My next question, I guess, is you said you were doing some writing. Now that's your project for this year. So what's what's up with that? So I've been a writer just as long as I've been a, a visual artist, I guess I'll call it, because they're both art. They're all art. It's all art, guys. <laughs> that if you want to know the secret, it's all art, guys. <laughs> Podcasting is an art, guys. You know, I have my mom just found an old story of mine that in a box somewhere. And then she literally mailed it to me. And I was like, I remember that idea. The novel project for this year um, has finally been a piece that I've been mulling on the plot for a long time. And it's hard to put into words, but it's a sci fantasy that involves aliens and dragons and a goddess and a domed city and an adventure and a rebellion. Nice. And I'm about halfway through, which is weird because I've never middled a story before. I've began a lot of them, but I've never middled one. So it's been an adventure. Well, you're doing better than me. I've been writing a novel for about a million years now. So <laughs> You did write a whole novel. One. I did. Back and then lost, lost it. it. And then lost it. Back when the kids were small. Ooh. And I did it on a word processor. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, I was never able to replicate that particular mm-hmm. story. And I've tried. I've had... A dozens of, of uh, ideas, but I've just never been able to get anywhere. You're getting over that hump. Getting so over getting that hump. So to that's the middle fabulous. Is an accomplishment. Congratulations. I look forward to hopefully reading your story. Yeah. Now you just got to get to the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Get it. I'm getting there. I wrote a whole paragraph. There hey, you there you go. Hey, NaNoWriMo is coming it's up. It's true. So that's what I was just looking up. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. NaNoWriMo? It's November, yeah. yeah. November. So, so maybe that can get you past the middle to the end. That's the idea. That's Actually, I am planning on NaNoing. This All right. Year. So here's the deal. I'll make a deal with you, Griff. Uh, you do NaNoWriMo. I'll do No Shave November. We should be good. <laughs> As if you shave <laughs> already? <laughs> eh, it was worth a try. <laughs> <laughs> The challenge is significantly lower on your half of that bargain than on Grace. If I nano as easily as you no shave November, I'm living. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully that energy transfers. Yeah. Oh, and Rad is saying any other writers, we could do a NaNoWriMo support group. I love that idea. And we could set up a Discord for that? Yeah, I could set up a channel for that. That would be awesome. So we'll set up a NaNoWriMo Discord channel. Channel, yeah. Not a whole, not a whole not server. A whole, not a whole server. Whole channel on, yes. on our server. That's right. right. Okay. I was like, oh, now I have another one. <laughs> no, no, no. The fourth writing server I have to deal with. I mean, okay, I love you guys. I'll do it. But wow. <laughs> Just a channel. Oh, I forgot to mention, and it's important. There's a discount code. Oh, there we go. Mention that for sure. Sorry. <laughs> yes. So the 3PAAC code will get you 10% off for the foreseeable future um, for purchases. There's a spot in the checkout. So anything from my shop, you use the 3PAAC code and you can get 10% off of an item. And they make great holiday stuff. And then you can help me buy holiday stuff for the people that I need to buy holiday stuff. <laughs> the for. cycle of holiday stuff. That's but, right. Hint, yes. hint listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get hoodies, mugs, That's right. Yes. I even have one of the designs made a decent face mask, so I even have a oh, face mask. That's go. the playing crap is on a face mask, I believe. Excellent. Very cool. Groovy. I will probably, I'm, I'm looking at getting that metamorphosis on a 
on a freaking hoodie. Um. <laughs> and I can't adjust the listings. Um, if you see like a, a shirt and you're like, ah, I would like that, but in a tank top. I can probably do that if you guys reach out to me on Discord. It's not hard to edit a listing. I have no problems going in and throwing that on there for somebody if you have a problem. Cool. Awesome yep, there are some socks. I'm also looking at the distressed octopus on the leggings. That looks good to me. That's good. So seriously, peeps, check out. Yeah, you can the find store. you can find the store if you Google Griffin's Roost Teespring. That's so right. T E E Spring. But there's also going to be a link. In yeah, the... there will be a link on the thing. I'm just yeah. saying for the people who listen and don't check the description, you can just Google Griffin's Roost Teespring and it'll take you there. That's yep. right. And you want to go there? Yes. And get the stuff. Right. You want to go there. You want to go there. And use your three-pack code for 10% off. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. All right. We're in October. It's close enough. <laughs> yeah, it works. All right. Well, I just want to thank you for joining us, Griff, and mm-hmm. for sharing your story about your family and your own path and your very cool art. Thank you so and much. Good luck with the nano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll look forward to your book when it's done. Yep. Uh, yeah, well, first draft and then second draft and then figuring out how you're going to publish. That's a whole other thing. i got to finish All right, draft so first. next year we'll look forward to your <laughs> so, so, Griff, we've already done self-pub. Yeah. So I know a lot about it, and I used to work for a publisher. So feel yeah. free to contact me Great at job. car at com, and I'll send you all the info I have on everything. That's right. Appreciate it. But, again, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to more from you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Take care. So, yeah. Bye-bye. So, while we have been going, I have mm-hmm. yet another commercial, mm-hmm. but we have a new hunter. Hi. So, Rhiannon and Gray. Welcome to Welcome our hunters. and Gray. Yes. <laughs> Join we? our tiger, Amanda, and relax with the salts of wonderful Body Co. These soaks and scrubs, inspired by popular books and characters, are designed to delight multiple senses. With fragrant scents and sparkling mica, you can also find a small selection of rollerball fragrances. With a couple of dozens of options available, you'll be sure to find something you like at Wonderful Body Co.'s collection. This week, Otis recommending Pisces with notes of birch and watermint. Find Wonderful Body Co. online at wonderfulbodyco.com or go directly to the shop at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Wonderful Body Co. And don't forget, 3-pack 30 gets you a 30% discount. And I want to try some of the Pisces because that's my sign, and I want to know what water meant. Me too. Um, and that one's based on a different podcast. Oh, so neat. That's based on a podcast. Very cool. So. I, I love that. I love hearing about the inspirations mm-hmm. of where people get their ideas from. Yeah. Now we're going to find out where someone else gets their inspiration. That's Victoria Roshka? Rosh, 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 shit, I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> you no, were kidding me. I did. I, I love it. I love it. Papa. Victoria Rashke. 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 Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Victoria Rashke. For joining us on the podcast. <laughs> Tell us about the stuff you do. Welcome. No, that is not how you said it. Now we're all discombobulated. All right. Okay. The classic opening question. Recently refined. <laughs> 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 what is your pagan path and how did you get on it? So I would say my pagan path is eclectic witchy i guess um i i feel like i'm the oldest person you're interviewing for this podcast i um started in college in the early 90s i was going to a unitarian church in the town where i went to school and they had a women's spirituality group so i got involved with that um actually it was rise up and call her name i think the author of that series just died recently i saw it on wild hunt or something that um which made me feel really old. So I started there and just kind of went through, you know, a couple different women's spirituality groups and then kind of faded away from that into more kind of eclectic folklore. I'm from East Tennessee, so Appalachian kind of bent. Um, and I like, I mean, mostly because I love research. I'm a writer. So there was a lot to research and check into and look into that. So that's kind of where I am with that now, I guess. Mm-hmm. I understand the eclectic, and if it makes you feel any better, Car and I are much older than you, I'm sure. <laughs> so, you're fine. Yeah, especially, especially. You're the oldest person you were interviewing. Especially if you're doing, uh, you know, college in the 90s. Yes. By the 90s, we were already out of college. And had a couple had of kids. kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You're golden, honey. <laughs> so yeah, an eclectic, I understand completely. Cause that's I've, 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 that's always been my vibe. Yeah. I feel like there was like a, there's been a, there's a part where there, that was kind of like the hidden dirty word in witchy pagan circles. Oh, fuck them. It's, it's kind of come back around again. <laughs> so. I know. I know. No. Embrace your, your eclecticism. Exactly. Exactly. So Victoria, what is it that you make? So I am an author. I published my first book in 2017. Oh, how exciting. Um, I have been a writer since I was 11, I guess. <laughs> I had a teacher in fifth grade who had writing contests and I was like, wow, I can do this. This is my thing. Yep. So, but it took me until 2017 to actually publish a book. Good for you. Um, so I finished that series this year. The last book in that series came out in May. Four books. It's the Voices of the Dead series. The main character is a woman in her 40s who is an expatriate migrant. I always feel like expatriate means it's white people going to a different country. So I kind of prefer, you know, immigrant to Slovenia. And she owns a tea house with her friends who are kind of this eclectic mix of folks. And she has friends with benefits and a grown son. And then she finds out she can talk to dead people. Nice. And then hijinks ensue, basically. I want to read these books. Yeah. Yeah. So she's from Appalachia. So there's some of that folklore in there. And then a lot of the folklore and history of, of Eastern Europe comes in as part of that. So and I, and you have them in your possession because I sent them all to Carl. I, I do have them. <laughs> Why do I not have yeah. this yet? Carl's <laughs> not passed them on to us He's given me the looks. But no, sir. I'm, no. I'm, I'm reading them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Pass them along, man. Jeez Louise. Not my fault. I read I have a very short reading from the third book, if you guys would like. It's uh, I picked something that was kind of appropriate for spooky season and also like two and a half minutes. Yeah. Uh, oh, kind of, um, yeah. you know, open mic night short kind of thing. Everybody settle back. Mm-hmm. Get ready for a little spook. Get your coffee. Get that open mic cafe vibe. So this is from the third book. And um, Joe, the main character, has to go back to Chattanooga, where she's from, um, because of stuff going on with her family. Joe picked her way past the ruined clapboard church and through the overgrown cemetery to where she knew she would find her father's grave. There were no shades about, but a sliver of moon hung so low and close she could have reached up through the flannel of the warm night and wrapped her fingers around it. Nightbirds called and a dog barked over the sound of a faraway train. She didn't remember his resting place being so far from the church. Brambles had taken over the small family plot. She laughed at the idea of late summer blackberries fat on the fertilizer of her ancestors. Sure, her grandmother would have had something to say about that and about the deer drawn to dance over the symbolic gravestones. A cloud slipped in front of the moon, and she continued to feel her way along in darkness. Whispers came then from Mary, her mother, not Jesus's, and Grandma Rose, and Winifred, the many greats grandmother she'd seen in a dream, cut down by a knight with star-filled eyes like Duchamp's when he was in full black god mode. There were other voices she didn't recognize, all whispered her name, barely audible above the tall grass brushing against her dress. The bramble and the clouds parted to reveal death, seated upon her father's headstone, smoking a hand-rolled cigarette. The grave was open and empty, but the more concerning part was Joe knew then where she'd seen the woman at the hospital before. I have concerns, Victoria. (laughs) I am worried. As you should be. (laughs) I am worried and alarmed. Oh, my gosh. And if you go to Amazon, people, you can just put in Victoria, R-A-S-C-H, and her stuff comes up immediately on Kindle. You can buy it. You can buy the e-books anywhere you can buy e-books. Um, the print books are available to eat. most, our independent store here carries them, but most of the time you'll have to special order them, but they can special order them at any bookstore. And you can also purchase them from our site, which is, my husband and I started our own publishing company. It is thousandvoltpress.com slash shop and three pack listeners. It's use code three P-A-A-C and get a 13% discount nice. on anything in the store for October, November. Very cool. And if you don't want to buy a book, but you just want to check out my website and join my newsletter, it's readvictoria.com because Rashki is hard to spell. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. That's fair and valid. <laughs> 
But no, seriously, I because someone is hogging the hogging the books. Hogging the books. <laughs> We're all gonna have to buy them because Victoria, I am concerned. I downloaded a tiny little. Yeah, it's it was basically the books came out. I studied in Slovenia when I was in college. I took a year abroad and fell in love with it and didn't get to go back because life ensued. I had a kid, you know, all that stuff. And so I didn't get to go back until like 2014. And I was doing like a little tour. It was, it's a Roman city. It had been a Roman city. So there's ruins everywhere. And I just had this vision of like a scene that's in the first book. And I was like, okay, here's a novel. I'd always been a poet or thought I was a poet. And apparently I write fantasy novels. I love it. So, <laughs> you never know these it. things until you start, I guess. Exactly. So um, there's also, uh, because it's set in a tea house, there's a lot of food and a lot of tea. So a lot of people are like, your books make me hungry, which I always like to hear. So there's a companion cookbook for the series that comes out in January. So January 6th, the Renegade Tea cookbook will come out. And that is a cookbook and a spell book. So some spells from the book, too. That's spectacular. I look forward to that. Yes. Yeah, I have been deep in recipe testing the last few weeks. Oh, fun. Maybe Car can, you know, sample a couple on uh-huh. for Car's table, uh-huh. or at least cook them for us at home. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But I'm super excited about the Nano Discord. This is this will be fun. Yeah. yeah, that is so very cool. This is wonderful. And so you said you've been writing since you were a child. What was your inspiration for Voices of the Dead? I mean, aside from having that vision of that right, scene yeah. in the first book. Yeah, right. I think it's right there, but I knew. I, I mean, I kind of wanted a story set in Slovenia, so I'd have lots of excuses to go back for research. I work. And um, I, I, one of the things I love about Slovenia is because it was, like, a, kind of that point in Eastern Europe for, like, the trade routes. Mm-hmm. So there's so much history there from, you know, when it was founded as this, like, Roman frontier town. But all the way back to, like, you know, the people who basically lived, you know, Paleolithic times all that history is there and it's just like it's just a rich vein to mine I guess you know for stories mm-hmm. and you know because of all the people who were there and conquered it and came through it like all these different pantheons of different belief systems like there's you know they found Roman temples to you know Minerva there there's they found statues of Achelous who shows up in the book who's a Greek river god you know there's just these layers and layers of things so and, you know, I'm a book nerd and research is fun. <laughs> so it's the best part of writing is doing yeah, research. That is very true. That is very true. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to reading your books. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, the, I'm excited. You'll have to let me know what you think. Yeah, absolutely. And just from, you know, just from that, uh, just that reading, that yeah. reading, alone, it's like, okay, I want to know more. <laughs> so that's excellent. Open graves, never a good sign. Never a good sign. I don't know. I'm okay with open graves. <laughs> Car's fine. He's not. But, but I used to be a grave digger. You know what? So that's fair. That's, that's valid. That's, but what if that's the grave valid. is supposed to have a person in it already? But didn't. You know, I've only had that happen once. Did you have a zombie <laughs> you experience? No, 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 no. It was a day I had off, and they exhumed somebody, oh. but they didn't tell but me. They didn't tell you, so you just right, came in. So the I came in the next day, What's and vampires. there was yeah. Vampires have escaped. So, so yeah. Spectacular. That would that would be startling. Yeah, yeah. a little alarming. <laughs> so I know your your most upcoming project is the cookbook slash spellbook, which I'm excited about. Um, Just gotta say, cookie spellbook. Right. You said that Voices of the Dead is done. It's this. It's, it's yeah, it is a complete series. Um, if you join the newsletter, there's a free short story that happens between book two and three. Very so, cool. so there's four books and a little short story. I go with it and then this campaigning coming out. So right now I'm actually researching a new project that is, I hope to be a longer series just because I, I kind of want to play around in a world a little bit longer mm-hmm. that kind of involves time travel and art history and forgery. Nice. Oh, it's going to be so nice. Oh, Victoria, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> That's right. I might have to join your newsletter. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that sounds excellent. So I'll definitely look forward to that one. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you all for doing this. It's wonderful. Yeah. Can we get links for where to find the books? That is readvictoria.com and thousandvoltpress.com. And it's thousand, the number thousand volt 
press.com. They are available on Amazon because I found them. Yes. Yes. The first book is actually, the ebook is 99 cents. So you can dip your toe in pretty cheap. Yep. Yep. And they've got them all bundled on Kindle. You can Mm -hmm. get the whole series with the short story I noticed. So you've got options, people. Options. So many options. So many options. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, I look forward to reading all of this and your future works, Victoria. Me as well. Thank you. And thank you guys again. This was great. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who hung out with us tonight, Mm -hmm. told us about your stuff. Yep. And thank you to the hunters who, (laughs) who joined, who joined mid, like mid, mid. Yeah. Recording. Yep. But also, and because I didn't say it at the beginning, uh, we always say thank you to all of our, our patrons, yes. all our listeners, all, all our, our listeners, pride, yes. all of the pride. You all are just, we love you all so much and we appreciate you all so much. And it's always nice to hear that we've had an impact mm-hmm. on people's lives. And I had no idea that we had actually uh, had such a started Wendy's Wendy's yeah. path. I mean, that helped her find her way through it. So that that's really gratifying to know. Mm-hmm. So before I get yelled at, <laughs> You've been listening to Three Pagans and a Cat, and you can find us on Google. <laughs> Just put it in. So the number lightly. three, Pagans and a Cat. And all kinds of Google links will come a up, and you can find us arrive. there. Yep. Yep. You can find us on Patreon. Well, not Patreon. Yeah, well, yeah you can. You can, you can find us on Patreon. Yeah. If you would like to support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon. If you would like to go to YouTube, you can find Three Pagans and a Cat, or you can find me, Gwyn. Of three pagans and a cat, uh, <laughs> uh, where I do a lot more talking, mostly really about green earth witchcraft and and things of that nature right. in that space. And I do some of my meditations are are listed up there as well. Um, we're also on Facebook. And you have a Patheos blog. Patheos pagan blog. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out. Time out. I'm actually doing a blog. That's right. When? I don't know. I don't remember when it has to be out <laughs> by. You you need to do it this week. Okay. So <laughs> this week. I'll be blogging uh, because I am reviewing the book Grimoire, a personal and magical record of spells, rituals, and divinations by Aaron Murray Hitchcock. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very fancy looking book. I'm going yep. to hold you to that, mister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people holding me to it. So I, think, I think we'll be okay. I got Jason Mankey on my side for that one. Yeah, I know. Sure, I know. Sure. <laughs> I know. No, but so yeah, but I, I, a lot of stuff. We, we do. do a lot of stuff. And yep. I, I give, uh, I give Cara a hard time, but it's true. Google three pagans and a cat, number three pagans and a cat, and you will find us. Although you can also go to our website. Threepagansandacat.com. That's right. Number three. Pagansandacat.com. And you'll find some. Worldwide. <laughs> the worldwide web card is implied now. Oh, it actually gotcha. says this, that. This is true. But yeah, join us on the Facebook group. Well, you know. On Discord, mm-hmm. hang out with the peeps. Pride. Rayon and Grace said, I forgot I was recording day today. Weird time to join the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy y'all are here with us yep. almost three years in. Yep. Uh, we'll figure out something special to do. Maybe. On our anniversary. I guess. I don't know. We didn't plan party? anything, so. Should we party? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it we'll out figure later. It out. It's not, at the end of December. We'll not figure it out on this recording. So. No. No? No. no. Good, okay. Goodbye, friends. Bye, thanks from the people in the Pride. Yes. Support, no. support the, the vendors and the artisans in the Pride. Support a pagan. Yeah, might as well buy it from a pagan. All right. All right. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.